Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. We are in New York. Um, Currently, obviously, we are not together while filming this because we're doing it ahead of time so that we could enjoy our time in New York together. Um, But as you're listening to this episode, we are currently traipsing. Well, we're on our way to New York today. So we're not currently traipsing around the city, but we will be all weekend. And uh, I think the word excited doesn't even begin to cover it. No. No. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's let's just get into it because we are right. coming up on Christmas. We're like winding down the season. Super excited about it. Um, let's do the episode recap and then just go for it. So this week we watched season five, episode 22, titled The One with Joey's Big Break. Teleplay by Will Calhoun, story by Shana Goldberg-Mihan, and directed by Gary Halverson, and originally aired on May 13th, 1999. Joey is excited about landing a lead role in a movie shooting just outside Las Vegas, but furious with Chandler after he confesses his doubts that it will be Joey's Big Break. Nice. Yes. So, open my notes here. It's <laughs> all good. They're here. Um, We're sort of prepared. Yeah. My laptop currently sounds like it's about to take off on an airplane, so I apologize. It's fine. Um, it's fine. We open in the cafe with all the friends except for Phoebe, and mm-hmm. Rachel is like squinting her eye as if she has something in it. Um, Joey thinks she's winking at him and is quickly (laughs) caught by Ross. Um, And Monica tells Rachel that she should go see her new eye doctor, which she shoots down because she will not go see her ex, Richard. But Monica reassures him that it's, or reassures her that it's a new person. Um, Mm -hmm. But not before Chandler can insert his complaints that he hates hearing about Richard all the time. Which, yeah, it's always Richard. <laughs> right. Which Monica immediately shuts down because it's only been twice that she's, like, mentioned Richard's name. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rachel still refuses to go. And Ross points out that she has a thing with eyes, which she is, like, quick to deny. But the friends all proceed to make eye references, all the while, like, pointing at their eye, which just creeps Rachel out. Do you um, have anything like that? Like, eyes or teeth or like things like that um i don't i mean i don't love feet but i think most people could say that um sure i don't have like i'm not weird about anything like that necessarily but i will say i've had this conversation with somebody for i can't remember who it is or somebody maybe it's nicole like can't do eye drops like rachel like she just can't like like it it's just like a mental thing like she can't do it but I'm that way with eardrops. Like, I have to have somebody else put eardrops in my ear. I don't have a thing with ears. Like, I don't care if, like, I clean my ears. Like, I'm fine with that. But I just don't like eardrops. But I think it's because I got swimmer's ear a lot as a kid. So, like, I'm very cautious Mm. about anything going in my ears. Um, So the idea to me of, like, fixing, like, swimmer's ear is with eardrops. It's just, like, my mind can't wrap my head around it, you know? Um, Got like it. Why would I put liquid in my ear when liquid is what caused my ear to spasm? <laughs> sure. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah. That's like the only thing that like 
the last time I had an ear infection, like I literally had to have a friend come over and like put the eardrops in because I just mentally couldn't do it. Yeah. I don't know if I, I think I might have something like that, but I, I only think it's like when other people are experiencing it or maybe if it's put in a way that seems like torturous. Otherwise, like I don't really have a thing like that. Like I can suck it up enough to do eye drops. I've never really had to do eardrops, but like teeth things, like I can go to the dentist just fine. But I think like there's times where like if I see other people experiencing something, there's like maybe it is eyes or maybe it's nose or maybe it is the mouth. I don't know. There's just something with like torturous things that I just can't stand, but nothing like what Rachel's experiencing. Nice. Um, one side note. So Rachel's reading a magazine and I don't know if you caught Mm -hmm. this, but it looked like Courtney Cox was on the front cover. (laughs) (laughs) Like it literally looked like a photo of her. And I'm like, are they, is that, is that real? You're like, did they miss it that bad? No, I did not catch that. And that is really funny. I don't know. Any of our friends out there, if you watch this episode after listening to this, like try to catch it. It's in the, it's in the opening scene and Rachel's holding it. There's not like a clear shot of it, but I swear it looked like her. Which would just be funny. Yeah. I think that is, I mean, that set dresser really missed it if, if that's, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, okay, so we jump into the main part of the episode. We're in the apartment, and Ross is leaving to take Ben to the park. And Phoebe is the one that tells him, like, oh, give Ben a kiss for me, and, like, says goodbye to Ross. But as soon as the door shuts, she apologizes to Monica <laughs> and Chandler for being so out there, and that she is furious with Ross. <laughs> and they look at each other like I think everybody is thinking, like, super confused, and then ask yeah, why like, she's what are you mad. Talking about? Yeah. Because she was super, like, cheery and happy with him two seconds ago. Um, and she... Oh, so Monica is, like, asking her these questions. Like, what happened? Like, why are you mad at him? And, like, kind of prying to, like, figure out what the heck is happening. And it, this prompts Phoebe to say, like, do you want to be added to the list that only <laughs> Ross is currently on? Um, and she's like, yep, nope, uh, never mind. And we also find out at this moment that she can't find her said list of people she's mad at (laughs) yeah um and joey enters to tell them that you know his normal like mopey sad self and they think that he didn't get the part um but it turns out he did and he is now the lead in a movie called shutter speed that's going to be filming outside las vegas and it's it sounds like a romantic drama if we would even call it that um where they fall in love quickly but then the girl disappears only for joey to find out that she's been dead for 10 years um Mm. and chandler's excited and he's like cool like vegas we can road trip and this will be so much fun um and phoebe tells him like hey my grandma's dead and they're all like what the heck like she like just shouts it my grandma's dead and they're like uh sorry um but she meant it in the way that like oh you can use her cab to take to las vegas and at this moment, Chandler turns to Monica and is like, hey, is it okay if I, like, go with Joey on this road trip? And she's like, look, you don't have to ask me permission. But then quietly to just Chandler, she's like, yeah, no, it's okay. You can go. Um, and at the same time, Monica and Rachel are getting ready to leave for the eye doctor, which Rachel is very reluctant to do. Um, so much so that she purposefully knocks an entire box of cereal off the table and proceeds to walk across it, causing a huge mess. 
um, and just exaggerates like, like we can't leave. We have to reschedule because there's a giant mess that we have to clean up. But Monica is adamant that she will not be swayed by this mess. So she ushers Rachel out the door. But before she can like close it all the way, she peeks in and like does this like irritated like Chandler, like basically please clean this up before I get home. Yeah. One thing I saw is that they were eating um, honey puffed wheat cereal. Um, at Such first it was really cereal. hard to see. At first it was really hard to see because the camera angles were bad. And then at one point, I think Joey or Chandler like place it like smack dab right towards the camera. So what I thought was like a hunt that I was like, yes, I got it was ultimately like, oh, never mind. They just like showed it to the whole world. Um, I also noticed that when Rachel leaves, she turns left out of the apartment door, which is obviously the wrong way. Everyone's supposed to turn right. But Monica or Rachel took like a. She went out and then took a veered left, which we know is like the front of the stage. Um, so that's the wrong way. And I just love how Monica like freaks out, but she like really tries to keep it together for her friend, but then is able to like show her true self to Chandler and just be like, Chandler. <laughs> He's yeah, like, I got cute. it. <laughs> really cute. Okay. So then we go to the cafe and Joey is trying to figure out which route to take to get to Vegas. Um, and Phoebe tells him, what's on each route the northern has a man with a beard of bees and the southern has a chicken that plays tic-tac-toe i just want to call out the fact that this is how we got around before um the original like tom toms and then garmin's and gps devices and your phone having a device on them you would literally have maps and you would you would know where you were turning based on what the map said you needed to do physical map yeah a physical that you'd be like driving and having hopefully someone with you yeah yes to be able to determine where you needed to take which freeway and you had no idea like how far until the next thing you needed to do so you kind of always really had to pay attention because you couldn't just zone out because like there was nothing telling you that you're about to miss your exit like that is how we did it so i just wanted for everyone that was born like i don't know before like the mid 90s early 2000s like this is this is how we got around yeah um so to help him decide phoebe tells or asks him a series of questions that he has to answer without thinking like the first thing that comes to mind Um, which is brilliant which is brilliant yes and one of the questions she asked, and they're like really random questions like one she asked like who would you rather sleep with monica or rachel and he like immediately i think he said rachel no monica no he uh, chooses monica which is proof that the rachel love story is like completely bogus to me yeah okay yeah and he was even <laughs> shocked by that too he was like ooh, that's a shock yeah, i was like oh i thought it would have been rachel <laughs> yeah. um but at the very end she asks him like which route do you want to take and he says northern so he decides he's gonna take that one Mm -hmm. Um, so Ross enters at this point and Phoebe is physically irritated and (laughs) he asks her, he asks both of them, like, Hey, do you want to go see a movie? And, um, he's like, I just like, which movie do you want to go see? And Joey's like, Oh, let's play this game that Phoebe did. And he's like, Oh, okay. So he starts to ask her or ask him questions and he asks him the question, who would you rather sleep with Monica or Rachel? And he looks at him and he's like, are you trying to be disgusting? (laughs) It's so gross. Yeah. I mean, props to Joey for like, he's trying to like do the same thing. It's just, it's just really funny how he did it. Um, So then at the eye doctor, 
Rachel is. Um, before we leave, can I? I just yeah. want to say that um, I noticed just how long a trip that really is from like Manhattan all the way to Las Vegas. So yeah. just for those of you wondering what a car drive literally almost across the entire country is, it is um, one full day plus 13 hours. So it's a total of a 37 hour drive that's in like, the car. That's like and that's two no and stops. And a half times to Michigan yes. and back from here. Yes, that's no stops, no gas fill-ups, no eating breaks, no sleeping breaks. That's one no day and 13 hours. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's 37 crazy. hours. That's a lot. Gross. It's a total of just over 2,500 miles, for those of you wondering. That's why airplanes exist. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we're at the eye doctor, and Rachel is not having it. She's very nervous. It's very obvious. um, And Monica is having fun picking on her with various things. So the doctor comes in and wants to start with a glaucoma test, um, which, if you don't know what that is, it's where they, like, do this puff of Oof. air in your Oof. eye and it's just yeah. very irritating like i don't really have a thing with eyes but like i think most people could say that that test is just like annoying it's um, like because you know it's coming and you're yeah. anticipating it and you know it's yeah. just air but it doesn't matter and they're like don't close your eye but all you want to do is close your eye <sighs> like close your eye just, yeah it's like it's a mental yeah. thing yeah, it's um tough. Rachel obviously doesn't like the idea of a small puff of air, but Monica tells her to, like, come on and, like, just do it. So the doctor tries multiple times, and he's, like, telling her, like, all right, on the count of three. So he keeps saying, like, one, two, and then she, like, moves really fast. And this happens Mm -hmm. so many times um, to the point where he just eventually gives up on the test altogether. And Rachel thinks it's the end of all of this. But right as she's, like, not paying attention, she turns toward him and he, like, shines a light in her eyes, which (laughs) this whole scene is, like, obviously none of this would happen um, because you can tell by just a quick two-second look in someone's eye that they have an infection. Um, Right. But he tells her that's what it is and gives her eye drops. uh, And she refuses, but then he scares her with the possibility of having to get a glass eye in three months. And so she's, like, (laughs) reluctant to, like, take the drops. Um, but before yeah, they a good can way leave, to scare someone. Yeah. Before they leave, Monica has to show her like competitive side and reads the last line with one eye closed and he gives her a sucker. I think it's funny because like it, it draws like a parallel to where when Ross got a sucker by his pediatrician and he's like in his 20s or 30s. Remember like. Oh, yeah. That was a while, or or maybe it's coming up, or it was a while back. But either way, it like draws the parallel of like both of them being like full on adults and still getting suckers from their doctors. Yeah, because they're goody two shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we go into the cafe, and Rachel is telling Phoebe that her eyes are cured because of the eye drops, and Monica's <laughs> like, "No, they're still sitting in my coat." <laughs> um, it's pretty clever of her. Yeah, why not? She's, like, tried to get away with it. Yeah, so Chandler comes in, and he's asking what the weather is in Vegas, and he pulls out, like, five or six, like, sweater vests and just wants to know if, like, those will be enough or if he needs, like, a coat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, And Monica makes some, like, cute joke about it. And Joey, at this point, mentions that he wishes Ross was going with him so it could be, like, a guy's road trip, which gets a grunt out of Phoebe. And Chandler then asks a very, like, 
good question. Like, where are we staying? Like in some big hotel suite that the, the movie is putting you up in. And we learned that this is an independent film and there really isn't a big budget. And Joey figured he would just stay with Chandler wherever he's staying. Um, and Chandler's confused, but Joey continues on and we find out that there's basically no money coming Joey's way until this movie is actually made. Um, which is not a good thing. Um, Ross also enters at this point and he gives $20 to Joey and tells him to play it on black 15 when he gets there. And Joey just like shakes his head at Chandler. Like, no, that's not going to happen. Um, and everyone kind of leaves except for Ross and Phoebe to say goodbye to Joey and Chandler who are headed out to Vegas. And Phoebe is just sitting on the couch blatantly ignoring anything Ross says to her. He's like <laughs> trying to get her attention to talk to him and she won't. So she just like scoots farther and farther away until she's like practically leaning off the end of the couch. Um, and he's confused as I think anybody would be. And it's like, what did I do to make you mad at me? And she, she's like, I can't help you. And he's like, so confused. Um, and he apologizes anyway and she like accepts it like okay that's fine and Mm -hmm. as he's like going to leave she calls him a fat ass like under her breath (laughs) he hears it it's so passive aggressive yeah and immediately like turns around and he's like what the heck i just heard he's like okay (laughs) and she's like fine i'm mad at you but i can't remember why oh my gosh lol women (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we do that or like we'll do it in our dreams and like we've talked about that before. Honestly, though, at least Ross can confront an issue and like good on him for that. Like he confronts it. He takes charge of it. I think it's really great. Yeah. Um, So then we're in the car on a bridge and Joey and Chandler have said they're about like 30 minutes into the trip. And he says Joey mentions he's already hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, and offers to buy lunch with Ross's money. Um, and to pick a place, they decide to use Phoebe's game from earlier. So about three or four-ish questions <laughs> in, he asks Chandler if this movie will be his big break. And Chandler immediately responds, Ooh. no. Yeah. And Joey's like, wait, what? And so he like asks him again, and Chandler still says no. <laughs> yeah. Even though like he tried to correct himself and say yes. Um but then Chandler just goes on and tells him, like, look, I don't think this will be your big break. But Joey, like, can't understand it because he's thinking, by you thinking this isn't my big break, you don't support me and all of this thing. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm a lead in a movie. But Chandler reminds him, you're not being paid unless this movie makes any money. Um, and Joey, like, I think it's valid that Joey would get upset. But also, like, it's also valid what Chandler is saying. And as a friend, like, I feel like you should be able to love each other enough to like have those honest conversations um but in this moment joey is so upset that he asks him why he even came on the trip and eventually drops him off in the middle of the george washington bridge which is highly illegal and (laughs) not even possible for you to stop on that bridge i'm assuming so and like the driving screens here are like literally the worst yeah like in this in this episode like it's just they're just so bad yeah 
Um, so then we're in the cafe and the rest of the friends are in there. Ross has made a list of things and is reading them off to Phoebe that she could be mad about, like how his hair gel smells um, or because <laughs> he said her writing was childlike. And then Monica pipes in like, oh, is it the way he corrects grammar? Um, and Ross does his like famous like double fist pump thing to signal like flipping her off. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Rachel mentions his sore losing, which um, she's quickly humbled when Ross points to his own eye and freaks her out. Um, and then Chandler enters to tell his, fr- tell his friends that he essentially told Joey his movie wasn't real, which made him kick him out of the car. Um, uh-huh. But to soften the blow, he picked up gifts for them on the side of the road. <laughs> Gross. Super gross. Um, I really appreciate that they made Rachel's eye really look infected. Yeah. Like, the type of infected where, like, it doesn't look super gross, but, like, you can see that it, like, has, like, slight reddening, like, in, on the inner corners and, like, underneath, which is exactly how it would look. Like, I thought the makeup department did, like, actually a really fabulous job with that. Um, I also love how Monica was like, sometimes it's who? <laughs> Which I thought was really great. Um, And then also, like, the fact that, like, Chandler, like, hears himself and is like, oh, yeah, I just, I just hear it. Like, I understand why Joey would, like, drop me off. Like, he finally realizes it from his point of view, like, how it sounded. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought that was, I thought that was kind of funny. Also, um, all the interior shots of them driving on a bridge show them on the Queensboro Bridge. But the exterior shot after Chandler's kicked out shows them on the Brooklyn Bridge, both of which are east river crossings um, that would be taking them east from Manhattan to Brooklyn and not west towards Las Vegas. So I did want to call that out specifically for those of you not familiar with, like, the geography of New York. Yeah, good catch. Um, So in the apartment, Rachel is attempting to put the drops in her eye and she's failing terribly. So Monica tells her to sit down, but as she's trying to put them in her eyes, she won't keep her eyes open. Um, So Monica's like, she's like, they're open. (laughs) She's like, we'll do a practice round. Um, And she's like, like with no drop, she's like, okay. So she opens her eyes and Monica like starts to count, but doesn't get to three and just drops the drops anyway. Mm -hmm. And, um, but Rachel thought she might do that so she moved her head right at the last second and monica like freaks out she's like all right we're gonna do this so she drags her off the couch body wrestles her to the ground and then like has the bottle in her mouth and proceeds to like shower rachel all over the face all over her face with the entire contents of that bottle (laughs) it's so funny how she's just like yeah just spraying it all over the place like (laughs) it's funny and then Rachel makes the comment, like, we could really make bank if Joey and Chandler were to walk in right now. Mm-hmm. Which is very accurate. Um, there's also, or wait, there's still, no. Um, behind Phoebe in this scene, there is a bedazzled teapot behind her when she's sitting in that individual seat. Um, which it was very, like, very bedazzled. Um. this is oh, the and next I wrote scene it. technically oh okay okay yeah, yeah. they're Continue still in the apartment then. again um phoebe and Monica oh this is where it cut cards. to commercial right yeah 
Okay, got it. Continue. Um, yeah, so they're playing cards, and Joey calls looking for Phoebe. He's curious about the locked wooden box under the front seat, and we find out that it's Phoebe's grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm. she's very oh, yeah. excited to be going on this trip, apparently. <laughs> so Chandler enters wanting to talk to Joey, but he hangs up because he's still mad at him. But all Chandler wants to do is apologize, and Joey won't let him. Um, so the girls tell him to send him something, and Chandler doesn't know where he could get a basket of porn. Um, and Phoebe offers cigarettes, but then realizes that she's thinking, she was thinking, you know, that that would be better to someone who's in prison. Um, so Ross comes in, determined to find out why Phoebe is mad at him in the first place. So he decides to yes. use her game on herself. So asks her a series of questions, and we find out that it's because he said that she was boring while playing chess on a frozen lake and she realizes that it must have been a dream <laughs> Phoebe and so she shouldn't actually be mad at him yes okay so this is where the bedazzled teapot is behind Phoebe on the like uh, table next to her chair and then um, I thought Ross was really clever to use Phoebe's own game against her yeah that was good um, so then we arrive in Vegas, and Joey yes. is on set of the movie, um, only to find out that the movie has been Oof. shut down because there's yeah. not enough money to film it. And the director is just, like, packing up and leaving, and Joey's just trying to, like, get a feel for, like, what's going on, like, are we going to resume, all of this stuff. And he tells him, like, look, just hang out for a few weeks, we'll figure some more, like, a way to get some more money out. Um, and then he, like asks joey like oh you're not rich are you and he's like no like i need the money from this movie um and he's like oh, okay we'll just hang out so at that exact moment a bunch of balloons has arrived for joey and <laughs> has a little note on it from chandler that Aww. says congrats on your big break and it just kind of like pans out of the scene um to everybody like leaving the set in the middle of the desert while joey is like standing there with this bunch of balloons <laughs> yeah really sad yeah, so this filming location is actually called Vasquez Rocks Natural Natural Area Park in Agua Dulce, California, and that same location is often used in the Star Trek series and is referred to as Gorn Rock by many Trekkies. Nice. Yes. Um, okay, so the last scene in the main part of the episode. Is uh, the loved the transition of seeing the two towers between that, that yeah. scene and this scene. Yeah, good call out. Um, Joey calls Monica, and she's asking him how being on a movie set feels. And I, I just loved like how genuine her like expression and like talking to him was. Like she was genuinely excited for his like big break, um, which I thought was just so good to see. And he just kind of like, like, what is the word I'm looking for? He, like, basically lies to her and tells her it's going great and whatnot. And yeah. he tells her to tell Chandler, like, look, he couldn't have been more wrong um, about this being, like, my big break before hanging up. And then he yeah. returns to taking photos with a tourist, like, with tourists at Caesar's Palace, um, which is, like, a casino hotel. And mm-hmm. we find out that he is obviously not making the movie and he's trying to just, like, live and make money. Um but not you know, telling Caesar, the friends back home. Caesar is a really good look on Joey. 
Yeah. I think like in this scene, I was like, oh, Joey actually really pulls off like his stature, like the way he's like built. He, I'm like, he makes a really great, I mean, fake Caesar. I'm not saying they should, you know, cast him in a movie as Caesar, but just in this context, I was like, oh, he actually like looks really great in that context. Yeah, he did. Um, okay, so then the tag is also in the apartment, and Ross asks Rachel to pass him the TV guide, and at that exact moment, Monica yells, go, and all of the friends tackle her to the ground and give her eye drops. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, she just can't even believe it, and Monica's like, all right, we'll see you in like five to six hours. It was It was probably one of the funniest scenes. It was really good. Yeah. All right. Favorite scene. Honestly, I think the tags have killed it for me these last two episodes. So I'm going to continue the narrative um, from last week that the tag is my favorite scene. I thought it was it was quick. It was funny. It was to the point. It was like all hands on deck, which I thought was great, obviously, except for Joey, because he's not there. Um, But I just thought it was like a really great way to wrap up that part of her storyline um yeah and it was it was funny too just all of them pouncing on her um what about you yeah i would say the same and then also like the scene where monica like first tackles her to the ground like pulls her off the couch Mm -hmm. i thought both of those were just hilarious and very like on brand for both of their personalities it was just perfect i thought yeah um episode rating okay episode rating i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a we were on a break okay um didn't think it was like that great of of an episode wasn't as funny as the last one still had its little moments but um just felt like the storylines were kind of piecemealed together like phoebe being mad at ross and the whole like eye drop in vegas i don't know just not none of my favorite list storylines um i feel like it really dropped off on this episode i probably could rate it lower but i think i still laughed out loud at some point so we were on a break for me yeah i'm gonna say oh my god Nice. Like I was going to say last week, but you didn't convince me enough to raise it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> all of the same reasons. I don't think it was a it's not one of my favorite episodes, but also I did laugh out loud at quite a few moments. So didn't want to go too low. But yeah. yeah. Um, before we go to a post show wrap up, I do want to say that there is one extra kind of like little parallel fun fact. The season two premiere of the spinoff Joey Begins with a two-part episode with almost an identical name to this episode. It's called Joey and the Big Break Part 1 and Joey and the Big Break Part 2. However, unlike this episode where Joey's movie gets delayed and eventually canceled, Joey does succeed in getting his big break in the spinoff. Nice. Yes. So with that, we will move to our post-show wrap-up trivia time. Okay. Which friend was booed by their mother during an anniversary speech? <laughs> anniversary speech? Was it Monica? <laughs> I feel like it would be Monica. Yep. That is hilarious. I don't remember that. 
I'm All sure right. we'll come up on it soon. Yeah. Which friend is a pacifist? Phoebe? Is Phoebe? What's a pacifist? <laughs> it's Phoebe, so apparently we're right. This is not a political podcast, obviously. <laughs> Moving along. Um, at Social Media Spotlight, we don't have any this week, so we will skip on over to recommend to a friend, Llewellyn. I still yes. have not seen it, but go for it. I will not be disappointed if you do little spoilers. Um, I won't do spoilers, um, but I think I mentioned last month sometime that I was excited for the new Disenchanted movie coming up. Um, and I, I realized just now that a lot of my recent recommends have been like shows or movies. I promise I do That's other okay. things in my life. Um, but all of this stuff just happened to come out at the same time. So I was obsessed with the movie Enchanted when I was younger, when it first came out. Like it was bought it on DVD. I watched it all the time. I knew mm-hmm. all the music. I love Amy Adams. I love Patrick Dempsey. So when I heard they were doing a second one, because I feel like it's very on brand right now for shows and movies to do like sequels from like years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I was excited. So they just released Disenchanted on Disney Plus. Um, you can watch yeah. it on there now. And I will say it's not as good as the first one. Like I'm not. It's not a movie that sure. I think I would sit and watch a lot. Like I would Enchanted. Like my I. I went and saw um, over my birthday weekend with my friend. We watched both like back to back. And I would recommend that if you've not seen the first one in a while to do that. Um, But in comparison to the movies, it's like Enchanted is like the storybook. um, All of the fairy tales, like all of that together, like very like princessy. Disenchanted, Mm -hmm. I would say, falls more towards the villain side of things. Um, so they're very different in that it's like one is about the fairy tale and the other one's about like the bad side of fairy tale, but it's not like demonic or terrible by any means. So I would definitely, I'd recommend it. I think it's good. Um, it's got some points. I love that most of the original cast came back. I think Mm -hmm. aside from the little girl, which honestly, it wasn't until halfway through the movie I realized it wasn't the little girl because she looks just like her. If you look at you look up a picture, like they look identical, which is in crazy like crazy to me. But um, oh, nice, okay, yeah, it's a good movie. So I would say if you liked Enchanted, I would recommend seeing Disenchanted, but definitely watch the first one again because I think there were a few things that I would have missed had I not watched it. Um, and it's like not that long, so. Um, okay. But yeah, I recommend it. It's a good movie. Very nice. Um, Okay, I'm going to do something (laughs) that I probably shouldn't do. Okay. Um, I'm going to recommend something that I haven't actually seen yet. (laughs) What? Which is kind of difficult to do. But I also am going to go see it, or I'm going to see it. So, um, So I feel like I kind of have to. Um, For those of you that don't know, um, I have mentioned it on this podcast before, I believe, um, and even earlier, um, I think last episode, I I mentioned like hot chocolate and uh, the Santa Claus. Have I mentioned that on this podcast about the Santa Claus hot chocolate? I don't think so. Okay. If I haven't, I'll make it really quick. Um, The original movie, The Santa Claus, 
which is um, a 1994 film featuring Tim Allen. Um, they went on to do two other, um, Santa Claus 2 and Santa Claus 3. Um, that very first one, the Santa Claus, um, the hot chocolate that, um, was it Julie or Trudy? Judy? I think it's Judy. I think um, the the little girl elf that makes Tim Allen hot chocolate in Santa's house, that very first visit that he's there, and she's like, it's a recipe that I've perfected over like 1,100 years or 1,700 years or whatever it is. And as a little girl, until now, I have been chasing the taste of that hot chocolate, the perceived taste of that hot chocolate my entire life. Like... And every hot chocolate, almost pretty much every single one has come utterly short. Like I'm constantly being disappointed by hot chocolate because in my brain, it should taste a certain way. And what I imagine it being is the one in the Santa Claus. Um, But outside of that, um, for those of you who subscribe to Disney Plus, they have just released a um, an episodic um the Santa Clauses, which is another sequel to the three that were put out in the early, mid to late 90s. Um, so for those of you who grew up on the Santa Claus, again, because I haven't seen it, I, I'm, I'm, it might destroy your whole childhood. But if you guys loved it, um, Tim Allen has been um, stated with saying that he, they answer some of the questions like from the original movie that kind of don't make sense. Like, so where did the original Mrs. Claus go? Like the elves were just totally cool that he showed up and and it like didn't freak anybody out that it, there was just a new Santa Claus. And then like if 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 there was a Mr. Claus, where where was the original Mrs. Claus? Did she just get automatically booted? And he was like, they don't make sense, but we answer some of those questions in this new one. So um, if you have Disney Plus, if you've been thinking about getting Disney Plus, go watch the Santa Clauses. Um, it's out for the holiday season featuring Tim Allen again, which is really cool. Um, and, um, bring back a little bit nostalgia. I'm sure it's not going to be as good as the first one. The first one is a classic. Um, but yeah, get yourself into the holiday season and watch the Santa Clauses on Disney plus. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Okay. So next week we will be back from New York. Yes. And getting ready for Christmas because... Once we get back, we go full swing into Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like right away. So um, it'll be all magical. But next week, we're going to cover um, as we wind down this season, the one in Vegas, part one. Yeah. This so, is a two parter. I didn't realize that. It's a two parter. It's okay, a two parter, but they figure that out for timing. They've, uh, they have like the show description as one. But it oh, is yeah, technically split into two parts, so we could decide if we want to do that as a long episode or two okay. separate. Okay, we'll, dis- we'll discuss it offline. Yeah, all right. Okay, well, cool. We'll see you guys next so week. So the one, the one in Vegas, maybe part one and two, but we'll maybe. talk about something next week. So yep. come back. <laughs> yes, and we'll see you then on the One of the Friends podcast. <laughs>